Welcome to Worth It or Worthless, a show where every couple weeks we pull a game from my own personal collection of retro games, take off our nostalgia tinted glasses, and decide, is the game good by today's standards, and is it worth the price of admission? We talk about what the game does well, what the game doesn't do so well, and the things that are just plain weird. I'm your host, Dan, joined as always by my friend Jordan. Jordan, what did we get into today? Well, surprise, we actually played two games today, and it was Ice Hockey and Blades of Steel on the Nintendo Entertainment System. Yeah, I've always uh, been a fan of ice hockey, but I always felt like I was in the minority on that one because everybody loves Blades of Steel whenever you hear the conversation come up. And so I always I can count probably on one hand the number of times I've played Blades of Steel. And so I kind of wanted to shoot the two out because I always felt like I've been in the minority opinion on that. And so today we finally did that. Yeah, see, I grew up with Blades of Steel, but I don't remember playing it a ton I just remember that we had it. I remember that iconic uh, box art and and label on the game. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so I would definitely lean more towards that one because I don't really know that I've played ice hockey outside of on the Nintendo Switch Online recently. And that was very briefly. So I kind of feel like I was coming into both of these games with kind of a blank slate, uh, not really leaning towards one or the other, other than maybe just Blades of Steel because it has a way cooler name. Yeah, it does have a cooler name. Um, The graphics are pretty cool compared to ice hockey and blades of steel we'll get more into that later but yeah i um i was excited to dig into blades of steel uh based on the fact that i enjoy hockey games i enjoy ice hockey on the nes and so i was like well i hope that this game is as good as i think it's gonna be because of everybody loving it it seems like one of those staples growing up for people who had an nes so yeah i actually was just looking around reading some stuff and there was a ESPN article where they uh, interviewed a bunch of hockey journalists and asked them like which one they preferred growing up and it was actually pretty split so it was right down the middle for people who picked Blades of Steel and people who picked Ice Hockey. That's really interesting um, because like I said I just had I just had this feeling like whenever the conversation comes up and maybe it's just I don't I can't even name where it comes up it just seems like whenever this topic randomly comes up I feel like people are always like blades of steel and i was like doesn't anybody like ice hockey (laughs) (laughs) come on guys yeah it just doesn't seem like to it gets the same kind of love and i think if i were to make i have i've never sat down i don't think and made like a list of my top nes games but if i did ice hockey might be in the top 20 which is a weird thing because there's a lot of great games on the nes but yeah, I can definitely say that I've never sat down and <laughs> made a list of my top 20 NES games. You're just like, whatever's on the Switch online service, all like whatever 30 of those games are in your top 30. Uh, No, see, I I don't really, I don't know. I'm kind of excited for the, the Super Nintendo games on there because I feel like you can dig into them more that they've, they've held up a little bit better. I mean, this might be blasphemous on a retro game podcast, but... Uh, I kind of just rely on you to show me the gems of the <laughs> NES. I, I don't usually have a good time when I go around and just pick oh, through them myself. Oh, man. Um, I think that the Super Nintendo is probably the greatest console of all time, my own personal opinion, but the NES is my favorite console of all time. Interesting. Yeah. Both have great games. But Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, do you want to dive into these two games and kind of see how they stack up against each other? Yeah. Do you want to start with ice hockey? Yeah. Let's start there because that's where we started playing. Yeah. All right. Um, So both. Well, we should say both games uh, came out in 1988. Yep. Ice hockey came out in March. uh, Blades of Steel came out in December. I also came out in December of (laughs) 1988. That's when I was born. What a good year. Yeah. What a great year. Yeah. What a good month. 
Um, Ice Hockey was published and developed by Nintendo, and Konami made Blades of Steel. So that's where we're kind of starting with that, is they're pretty much on equal footing, except for Blades of Steel was an arcade game. But yep. So the first thing that I have that I think that Ice Hockey did well was it has like it's a it seems like a very simple game, but it's kind of got some quirkiness to it in a few weird ways. Um, the longer you spend time with it, the more you you kind of get used to the the quirkiness of the angles of the shots or like how the checking works or like the sort of physics system. There's something about it that ends up being fun once you kind of master what it is. Yeah, I agree with that. It definitely grew on me. Part of that was just the fact that you've played it a bunch and I haven't. So our first game, you destroyed me 27 to 12. You know, a normal <laughs> hockey score, 27 to 12. Right. And then the second game, it actually got worse. You scored less, but so did I. It was 13 to 3, which is like <laughs> actually kind of probable. That could happen and, you know, maybe once a year. And then our third game, I finally got the hang of it. It was a 21-20 victory for myself yeah. in the fourth period overtime. And so yeah. you have a shootout after the game. Mm-hmm. And then if there's still a tie after the shootout, then you play a fourth period with no goalies, which I think is hilarious. So that yeah. just adds to the quirkiness of it. But the more we played, definitely the the better I got at it, the closer we got. And you know, whenever uh, you're having close matches, that's always a lot more fun than getting blown out You know, 27 to 12. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, it was definitely more fun. I have played this game a lot. I think in maybe high school <laughs> or, or at some point when I was a lot younger, um, I got really into ice hockey on, on the NES. For some reason, it was just something <laughs> that I played a lot of. Um, and so initially I'm, it's just, I've had more experience. So, but I had a lot more fun. Our third game when it was super close and you finally understood oh, yeah. everything that was going on. For sure. There's definitely when, you know, when it's going back and forth, you'd go up a couple and then I'd catch you and I'd go up. And then so just that's a lot. It's a lot of fun when you have a close game like that. Mm-hmm. Another thing that really plays into the quirkiness of this game that I thought was funny is um, both of these games you don't play as like actual teams. It would be a while before we had like a licensed hockey game. Yeah. But in uh, in ice hockey, you have national teams, which was definitely more of a thing, you know, in like the 80s with the Olympics and you had the Soviet Union, the United States. And so you have national teams. I don't remember who they all were. It was like mm. the United States, Soviet Union, Canada, Poland, Sweden, yeah, yeah, Czechoslovakia. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So just a bunch of uh, national mm-hmm. teams and uh, you pick your team and then you can choose if you want uh, what combination you want of fat, skinny and medium guys. Yeah. So it's four on four, uh, unlike normal hockey, which would be five skaters on the ice, but four on four. And so I think it starts you off with one skinny guy, two medium guys, and a fat guy. Yeah. And uh, you can mix those up however you want for your strategy. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really interesting. The fat guys are slower, but they just bulldoze everybody. It's kind of like the same as in Mario Kart, you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, Donkey Kong and Bowser are slower, but they're going to just like run through people when they hit them. And then your skinny guys are a lot faster, but they're more likely to get knocked over. And then your medium guys are just a good balance. Yeah. And I think the shot, yeah, uh, the power of the shots is actually affected. Like with the skinny guys, you have to to wind up for like a second. Whereas with the fat guys, I think they shoot yeah. stronger with, with a shorter wind up on their shots. Yeah, I think you're right. We, we didn't, uh, you know, it doesn't like lay all that out for you. There isn't like a stat screen where it tells you what each guy is, but you, you kind of figure it out pretty quickly <laughs> just from playing it games from a simpler time yeah you didn't, 
there's a lot of times where we play these games and we don't, you know, we get like halfway into the game before we're like, hey, we should read a manual because, yeah. you know, it does a better job of just, it's nice and simple and you can just figure it out. Yeah. One of the things I do have written down is the different size guys, which uh, it boils down to like a customizable play style. Yeah. Which is something I think that the game does well is like the second game I picked four fat guys. Yes, and the third, did. the third game I picked four skinny guys and the first game I had like a balanced team, but it totally changes kind of the strategy of the game Yep. when your guys can't move as fast or, you know, when you guys strictly move fast, but you need to avoid the other team as much as possible. Um, it, it adds a layer of depth that might not initially be there or that maybe, uh, blades of steel didn't really have the same level of customization so i think it's a it's a really strong point for ice hockey yeah and it wasn't just the players that had that level of customization you also had some game options you could choose how fast the game was mm-hmm. like actually how fast do your skaters move on the ice it was a one through five skill so five your guys moved really fast one they would go pretty slow mm-hmm. we tried three five and four and i think that we liked four probably the best yeah, part of the reason the first game we played, so you can also set up the time as 7, 10, 15. Yep. So the first game we played was a speed of three at 15 minutes. And that's why the score got so out of control is because it was really slow. <laughs> 27 to 12. Yeah, and then the second game we played five speed with seven minutes. And it turns out that when you up the speed, the players move faster, but the clock also goes faster. So that was probably like two to three minute periods. Yeah, it went really fast. Um, but and you still managed to score 13 goals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we could touch on the goalie a little bit. Um, yeah. Because the goalkeeping in this is is interesting. It's the goalkeeping fun. Goalkeeping in both of these games is really interesting. Yeah. It, you have like so you're constantly controlling the goalie at the same time that you're controlling your players. Yeah. So, so the goalie only ever moves up and down. So it's just always tied to whatever your other player is doing that vertical up and down. Yeah. And he's super fast too, though. Yeah. And so it, it can kind of throw you off whether or not you should play defense or you should try to control the goalie because you can only do one or the other. And so you have to like split your focus. But it's, it's, I don't think it's either good or bad. It kind of reminds me of playing like foosball with one hand. <laughs> like you can only play the defense or the goalie. And uh, you, you can't you can't do both. And so, yeah, there was definitely times yeah. when I was like, man, I really wish that I could grab my defender and have him try to steal the puck right now. But if I do that, then my goalie's going to get out of position. So you have to kind of decide. But it was nice that your goalie moved fast enough that you could switch at the last second and try to make saves with your goalie. Yeah. But just to tie up the, the point about the, the game speed and the time, I think four, the third game was four and ten minutes. Um, and that was speed of four, kind of a speed 10 of minute four, periods. Yeah. Um, and that kind of felt good. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. I think that I liked that one best because that's the one that was actually competitive and the, one that <laughs> I, the game that I won. Yeah. I, it was a good game. I had a lot of fun, even though I lost, even though in the last overtime, my guy was literally like half an inch from the net and he somehow missed a, a shot without a goalie in it. Yeah, uh, you know, the game was conspiring to to get you. Or maybe I was just the better player. One of those two. It was definitely one of those two. Maybe both. Maybe both. Maybe I got lucky. There, I guess no. there is a third option. No, I don't think you got lucky. We went into overtime. A shootout. A shootout, yeah. Um, which we should touch on that. That's something else that I have written down that the game does well, is I like the overtime system. Yeah, I did too. Um, if you're tied after three periods, then you do a shootout. And 
you get four shots and it's the physics and mechanics kind of totally change it was a little different yeah yeah it's like the shot speed goes way up and it kind of like releases it for you like i didn't even have to like release the shoot button yeah and it just launched it goes a lot faster and glidier and it's harder to like predict but it's probably good for what the shootout actually is yeah and then if you're still tied after the shootout then you go to this overtime this fourth period of overtime where there are no goalies two minutes long two minutes long and it's not sudden death it's not golden goal it's whoever scores the most goals in that overtime period wins the game yeah which is really interesting i did like that a lot yeah it makes it intense yeah I was nervous because when you scored the first overtime goal, I was like, is it over? Or maybe I scored the first goal. You scored goal. it. Yeah, and I was hoping it was over, but no, nope, we still got to play out the whole thing, and it yeah. really ratcheted up the tension. Gave me a little hope, but <laughs> I blew it. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else do I have? I th- The biggest thing that stands out for me is that it's a fun arcade hockey game. Yeah. No, it's not an accurate, like – uh simulation of a hockey game mm-hmm. all the rules aren't there you only have four skaters on the ice and a goalie instead of five skaters mm-hmm. there's definitely this is not uh you know nhl uh 2019 or whatever this isn't a simulation <laughs> game nhl 1988 yeah <laughs> so you know if you're a hockey purist you might not love this game but i, I it was a lot of fun it's a game that you can pick up and learn in five minutes and start being competitive mm-hmm. um we probably played this game for about an hour over yeah. the course of the three games and, you know, by the end of that hour, I was in a place where I was able to to hang with you and compete with you, a person who's mm. played this game a lot. So yeah. that means that it's a well-balanced arcade game that's easy to pick up. Um, and I, I really like that. It was yeah. fun. The last thing that I have written down that I think it does well is the music. There's not a lot of music, but I really like all the music that is in this game. Yeah, it's nice that it actually plays the music throughout the game, too. It's not like that dead space while you're out there. I mean, that's how an actual hockey game is. They don't play music while the actual gameplay is going. But, you know, that's not as fun in a video game when you're just sitting there with only sound effects going. Yeah. The sound effects weren't great. No. But uh, at least there was something. Yeah, you just had some, like, crowd noise that was, like, some static and then a few, you know, whistle blows from the referee or whatever. And yeah, then a couple of little jingles, but... All of it's pretty good, in my opinion. Yep. All right, you ready to move on to what this game does poorly? Yeah. All right. For me, uh, I think the biggest thing that turned me off to this game, what made me like go into this shootout kind of uh, being down on this game a little bit in comparison to Blades of Steel, is that the graphics are kind of goofy. They're like very cartoony, very like uh, backyard football kind of <laughs> looking. Like everybody just looks like a little kid cartoon. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's not very realistic looking at all. No. Um, I don't disagree with you at all. I think that, especially when we switch to like blades of steel, like it's like, Oh, this looks like a real hockey game yeah. versus ice hockey looking like a, a cartoon arcadey sort of goofy experience. Yeah. And I think that, uh, I don't like dislike cutesy graphics or whatever, but I think just coming from a like a hockey background and being a person who like has played a lot of hockey games, I haven't <laughs> played very many like cartoon hockey games. Like I feel like this is what a Mario hockey game would look like, and yeah. I kind of feel like that would have yeah. been fun if they. I mean, the fat dude kind of looks like Wario a little bit, yeah, but <laughs> right. this was definitely pre Wario, I think. So maybe Wario was inspired by Fat Dude in ice hockey. Maybe he secretly was the fat guy in this game. Yeah. Um, because Mario's like the ref in punch out. Yep. And so like maybe Mario's just the fat guy in ice hockey. Well, they have the little, (laughs) they have the little sprites at the top of the screen on the, 
like the menu screen and there's like a red guy and a green guy who you could confuse for Mario and Luigi. But then it, there's just like a yeah. third guy and you're like, I have no idea who that is. He's right. like a skinny little white dude. Mario and Luigi in hockey gear. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> the, the graphics are, are not great. No. Um, another thing that stood out to me for this game that I didn't love was that you can't do one timers. Yeah, I have that kind of like a specific hockey game thing but we've played a lot of different hockey games a lot of arcade hockey games and just as a fan of hockey like one of the biggest parts of the game is pass the puck across the net and then have somebody just slap it in yeah and in this game every single shot you have to wind up and so Mm -hmm. you get the puck and then you wind up and by the time you've wound up the goalie's already there and so that was one of the things that made it feel not like hockey to me was the fact that you couldn't do like quick passes and then just quick one timers. Yeah. On the back of that, I have it kind of, you have to like hold the buttons a little bit longer than you would expect to do things. There's uh, to shoot. You have to hold the button like half a second longer than you might expect to have to, you can't just tap the button and he'll shoot. You have to yeah. like press the button down and hold it for a little bit. They really have to wind up. Yeah. And same thing with passing. Um, it just, it's not a very, um, responsive game in a lot of ways. Yeah. And it takes some getting used to. Yeah, it definitely takes some getting used to. At first, I was like, man, this feels weird. Yeah. But by the end of the third game, I, I understood it. It was good. I didn't actually have as many. Even like the one-timer thing wasn't as big of a deal because I would figured mm-hmm. out how the game worked. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it definitely felt a little weird. And just not being able to do stuff quickly felt strange yeah and i think when i call the game quirky that's sort of like the kind the kind of thing that i'm talking about yeah there's it's just so funny because you'll be standing in front of a wide open net just mashing the b button or the a button whatever one shoots i'm they're different the b button shoots in b button in ice hockey a button in blaze seal so just mashing the b button as fast as i can and which just means your guy like is winding up tiny little bits and then never actually shooting it and then by the time I remembered to hold down the button. The goalie was standing there. <laughs> and if you touch the goalie in either one of these games, if you even just touch the goalie, your dude just goes flying. Mm-hmm. The goalies are like uh, immortals where you get even near <laughs> yeah, them yeah. and you're just like blasted back by their presence. So um, yeah. I, I missed out on a lot of wide open nets because of that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to like rebound in this game. Like if you tap a button, your guy will kind of like jerk weird. Yeah. Whether you tap the pass or the shoot button, your guy just kind of like jerks, which in some ways like you could sort of possibly use as a strategy to like deke your opponent out Yeah, and throw off the, your momentum a little bit. But at the same time, it's just like, is this a bug or is this a feature? <laughs> like, what is this? Yes, both. <laughs> um. One of the things that I have written down that it doesn't do well is a lack of modes. With ice hockey, you literally just get exhibition match one or two players. Choose your teams, choose your game speed and time, and that's it. You're just playing this one thing. There's no frills to it. There's nothing else to it. It's just exhibition match. So you, But you can play one player against a computer? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it's the same as two players. There's no difference in... And it's not like you can do a series or whatever. No, there's no campaign or anything like that. So it's just very vanilla, um, which, I mean, we're judging these games by today's standards, so I'm not going to excuse it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's just very basic. Yeah, if this game came out today, it would definitely feel unfinished. (laughs) It would be laughing. Yeah, it would be like an alpha of like, it would be a prototype 
of a hockey game that you were making. Yeah. I can't remember the name of it, but I actually sent you a, a hockey game months ago that came out that like basically completely ripped off the art style of ice hockey and it's on the switch and it's like super bloody, but I can't yeah, remember the name like of it. It's like super blood hockey or something like that. So somebody took this prototype and did make it into a modern <laughs> game. I don't know if it's any good. I haven't played it, but yeah. I don't think it, I think I did look into it. And I don't think it like reviewed very well, but yeah, I didn't spend a lot of time interesting all right um where do we move from here do we want to move on to blades of steel or do we want to i've got one last point one about last ice point. hockey all right um the fights so when you are the on fights. defense and you match the a button you'll kind of like lift your stick and try to like beat the other person up a little bit yeah and if both people mash a then you get into a fight after one or four or seven seconds sometimes which is like a big cartoon dog pile where it just looks like a tornado of colors (laughs) and eventually maybe some people will fly out of the tornado and then skate back in yeah and after a while the ref will skate in and grab one person seemingly at random yeah almost always dan every single time dan except for once i think yeah and uh he drags you off and then uh the team who didn't get dragged off gets a power play yeah, but there's no rhyme or it, there's no seemingly rhyme or reason. No, not that we to can tell. Why one team gets picked to take the penalty versus the other? There were times where Super like weird. I don't know if it's like the winning team loses the fight or maybe because you were always winning and that's why it always took you off. But it didn't really help me because you scored several shorthanded goals. Yeah, and then on top of the that, after we got in a bunch of fights the first two games, I started holding like away from you when we were like kind of fighting, and my guy would like kind of steal the puck and break away so i don't know if there's some like directional weirdness to the fights or like part of that could have been because i stopped mashing a i stopped trying to engage with you because i realized that me getting a power play or you getting a power play was bad for me because (laughs) i needed more guys on the ice to cause chaos Uh, so that could have been part of it is just that i was not engaging you anymore (laughs) that's funny yeah but the fights just they don't feel predictable and i think that that's a knock against ice hockey but other than that, that's the last thing that I have that the game didn't really do well. All right. Do you want to move on to Blades of Steel? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Blades of Steel, um, definitely a more realistic-looking game. Yeah. You have the five players on the ice. Mm-hmm. It's not international teams. You have They're not NHL teams either. It's just cities, American and Canadian cities. And it's a, a strange collection of cities. Like, <laughs> it was uh, not like the original six. There was a lot of like hockey cities in there, but then yeah. you'd get like, minnesota instead of yeah i don't know detroit one of the original <laughs> six teams the red wings greatest greatest of all time okay we're a little biased because we're from detroit but yeah just you got like eight or nine different cities to choose from and they were loosely based on their nhl counterparts like the islanders were blue and orange but oh the, you mean new york yes was, sorry was blue and orange yes new york uh and then you'd have like minnesota who was white and fuchsia <laughs> which has never been any team in the NHL. So yeah. It's but just, then you had Toronto who was blue and blue. Yeah. But they're even, they were not like uh, the Royal blue of the Toronto Maple Leafs. It was like a <laughs> cyan almost. So they were like, how uh, close can we get on some of these without being copyright infringement and getting sued by the NHL? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So definitely a much different looking game. If you put these games side by side, uh, you're going to be like, Yes, these are completely different games. They're both hockey games that came out in the same year. Uh, they both have uh, followings, but they are very different looking. 
And uh, I think for me, if we go just start going into what this game does well, I think the best thing about Blades of Steel is its aesthetic. Yeah. <laughs> like, it looks good. Yeah. Uh, it looks like you actually have full-size hockey guys. Um, you have uh, the really cool name, the really cool cover graphics. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got these, like, interactive things on the screen that happen. Yeah. So, like, it's got a cool aesthetic. Um but I don't know that the gameplay holds up as good as Ice Hockey. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get we'll get to that. Yeah. Um yeah, the first thing I have is the graphics are definitely uh it's a I don't want to call it like a good looking game. Um it was a it's good looking you know, for it's, a nineteen eighty eight NES game. But compared to, you know, some of the later NES games. Compared I mean, to Ice Hockey. I mean, if Blades of Steel would have come out in like 1993 on the NES, it'd probably be a much better looking game. Yeah, for sure. But I think overall, if you compare the two graphically, there's no competition. Yeah. As to which one looks better. Yeah, Um, I totally agree. The second point that I have is the fighting. Yep. Um, I, I guess overall, Blades of Steel just feels more mature. Yeah, but whereas the fighting feels completely random in ice hockey, you actually get like a different screen to have a fight with, you know, the, your your opponent in this game, and it's at, it's like you can block and punch high and low. Yeah, it's uh, you know, you can basically you have A to block, B to punch, and then you can press up and down if you want to punch high or punch low. Yeah, it's actually pretty similar to the fighting system from Mutant League Hockey. Yeah. Where it just like yeah. takes you out to a side view and you're punching. Um, the funny thing in this game is it's the exact same way as in ice hockey where whichever team wins, they are now on the power play. And whatever team lost, their like <laughs> limp dead body gets dragged off the ice by the ref and put into the penalty box. Yeah, which that... is not how hockey works, but no. it is a funny gameplay aspect for an arcade hockey game. You really want to win that fight because then you're going to have a power play. You're going to have an extra man to try to score. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that is that is cool. Uh, I also like that after the uh, second period during the intermission, the second intermission, uh, there's like these commercials at play. It might be a commercial for, I don't know, like it was like a a bear talking to you. I it looked really like any the slushy bear. It did look like the slushy bear, um, <laughs> but the more fun one was there was like a little like side scrolling shoot 'em up game that was kind of like loosely looked like Gradius. Uh, that you played for about 20 seconds and either you got blown up by the bad guy or you blew up the bad guy. And then it would say, Contra, Jackal, like buy these games. All your friends want them. It was something like that. And it, it was like, it was like great graphics. Yeah. Great um, graphics. Lots of fun or something like that. All of your friends will want them. Konami. Yes. And it was funny because it was like a 20 second version of Gradius. But then it just said Contra and Jackal. Like, wait a minute. This is nothing like either of those games. Yeah. So kind of quirky, kind of fun. Yeah. We only saw those two. Yeah. The one, the other one was like a bear hitting a puck. It was like a, I don't know if you know, it was like good shot. And I didn't seem to be controlling anything. Yeah. I don't know what was going on. And then it was just like Konami. So I don't know. Maybe I don't know that was that like a game they had in development, or maybe they just decided we can't have every single one of these commercials be a shameless plug for our own games, so let's just put this cute little bear in there. Yeah, but I, I did appreciate the fact that they put that in because yeah. it, it it almost gave it another element of like a real hockey game. Yeah. Um. So I thought it was something cool. 
you have anything else that stands out to you for what this game does well? Um, so the victory celebrations, I think against ice hockey, like you get a little bit more of like, yeah, I won, you know, the other team kind of like meanders off the ice and you guys skate to your side and you spin in a circle and there's music and it takes like a photo. And so like when you win, it's actually like, yay, we won. Whereas in ice hockey, it's like you get about four seconds of like celebration and then it's just back to the main menu. Even after each goal, your team has a celebration. They do that in ice hockey too, but like in ice hockey, it's sort of like that tornado of characters. Again, <laughs> they all skate to the center ice and like tornado. Yeah. And in Blades of Steel, it's more of like your classic hockey celebration where everybody gathers around the guy who scored. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just a lot of the, uh, you know, recreating what it feels like to to watch a hockey game. Blades of Steel does that better. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, I have one other. Well, I have two other things, but one of the, one of them's a maybe. okay do that one of them's a good transition yeah um but the last thing that i have that the game did well is it actually has like a single player tournament yeah whereas ice hockey like we said it's it's just bare bones whereas in this if you're by yourself you can choose your team and your level whether you want to play like a pro level or like a college level like i think it's an easy medium and hard yeah um and then you actually play in a tournament bracket so i've never played all the way through the tournament bracket so i don't know if there's anything satisfying or if it's I'd, just you. I read about it and you actually if you win the tournament you get to skate around the ice with the cup oh so that, okay that's you get sweet. a cutscene. I know how you love cutscenes. I didn't watch it to see like how in-depth it was but you do get to skate around the rink with the cup which is you know every hockey fan every hockey player's dream yeah so that's a nice little touch um and my transitional point is the shooting arrow the shooting arrow. You like that to an extent. I don't know if you it's good know. or bad. So there's this shooting arrow. In uh, ice hockey, you kind of just shoot, and it doesn't seem like the direction you push has any effect on it. It just seems like wherever you're on the ice, there's specific parts of the net that it shoots at. But in Blades of Steel, there's this red arrow that bounces up and down the whole time you're on offense, and wherever it is when you shoot, that's where the puck is going to go. So you can, you know, as a goalie, you can try to stick with it, um, and as a as a shooter, you can try to wait till the the arrow gets away from the goalie and then shoot. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, that is nice to an extent because you can actually tell where it's going to go in comparison to ice hockey. Yeah. Um, but you're right. The there is some bad stuff about it too because you know it is telegraphing exactly where your shots yeah. going to the goalie, which ends up not really mattering. And I think this is why you put it as a maybe because the goalies are so incredibly bad in this game. Yeah. Um, where do we even go? Do we go with the goalies or do we just go with the the arrow and what it promotes for You go with the arrow and then I'll follow up gameplay on gameplay <laughs> because so because the arrow tells your opponent exactly where you're trying to shoot it promotes this like shooting from really far away and hoping that the goalie doesn't save it cuz he can't figure out where the arrow is to be in position Yeah and so it's it's this game where ice hockey doesn't give you um, control over where your shots are going to go. You ha- based on you know where wherever you are on the ice and sort of maybe the angle that you're shooting from, it will shoot a specific um, direction. Whereas this is like actually gives you some kind of option, but it tells your opponent exactly what you're trying to do. Yeah. So it just our games kind of turned into this slog of like shoot from the blue line while or the go- shoot from the center. Yeah, when you can't see the goal. And hope that it kind of goes in. And a lot of times it would. Yeah. Like, what was the score to the last game that we played? Uh, 
I didn't actually write down the scores for Blade of Steel because I didn't win any and it was so depressing and I kept yeah. getting destroyed. I, w- I want to say it was like 20 to like five or 20 to six or yeah, something. It was bad. Dumb. Yeah. And so the arrow, it's kind of like, well, I don't think I like this, but maybe it's good because it gives you some level of control. But it's how could they have done that better? It's interesting. Yeah. It's a good idea. And I think a lot of its weaknesses come down to the actual goalie's weaknesses. Mm-hmm. So we talked about how in ice hockey, the goalie moves with your players. So if you're on defense and you're you're skating, the, the goalie kind of tracks with them moving up and down. And it does the same thing in uh, Blades of Steel. So you don't like independently control your goalie. It's just always moving depending on whatever player you're you're controlling. But... Unlike ice hockey, where the goalie was really fast and you could whip it around the screen, the goalies in Blades of Steel are so incredibly slow. Yeah. And if somebody shoots from center ice, you may not be able to get from the top of the uh, the top of the goal to the bottom of the goal before the puck gets there because the goalies are just these like standing up. It is kind of like a foosball goalie because they don't use their stick, they don't use their feet, <laughs> they don't use their pads in any way. They just if the puck happens to hit you, awesome. But if the puck hits you, there's a good chance that it's just going to go off your foot and into the net because you yeah. don't actually like attempt to move to stop the puck. It's just it's so bad. There's times when the puck you'll stop the a uh, stop a shot, the rebound will fall right in front of you, and your goalie won't like move to grab the puck. It'll just sit there yeah. one centimeter out of his reach, and then the offense can pick the the puck back up and shoot it into the net because your goalie is basically just worthless. Yeah, it's especially jarring when you compare the two like one after the other yeah whereas ice hockey it's not like the goalie feels really good no but he's fast enough to get to wherever your opponent's shooting from yeah i would put the goalie in what both games does bad but ice (laughs) ice hockey goalie is so much better so much faster that you actually it's okay in comparison it seems amazing compared to the blades of steel goalie yeah totally agree the next thing that I have that the game didn't do well is the sound effects are like really shrill. Yeah. Um, I was excited because like you turn on the game and it's like Blade of Steel. Yeah. And you're like, oh dang, this is an NES game from 1988, and it's got some like it's got he's using the sample channel. Yeah. All right. right that's sweet. But then uh, every single time you pass the puck, the guy says, "Get in the puck. <laughs> Get the pass." Get the pass. Yeah. Get the pass. Which it's is like, a, oh. apparently get the pass, which A, doesn't make any sense because, you you know, it's already there to whoever you're passing it to by the time he says it. And that's just not a thing. What do you mean get the pass? Yeah. I he, guess people thought that maybe he was saying, like, press the pass or hit the pass or flip the pass. But, you, uh, yeah, it's, it's an NES sample channel, so you can't really tell what he's saying. But it yeah. says it over and over and over and over again. And it's like, oh, this game has an announcer. And then you realize he only says like two things. He says face off and get the pass. And blades of steel. But in the games, he only says like two things. Yeah. Um, And then the guys go, or whatever. They, you know, they make some like grunting noises when they fall over and stuff. Yeah. Which you thought maybe actually sounded kind of like Ninja Turtles. Yeah. I think that there is some of the exact same sound effect um, from this game that was in Ninja Turtles 2. Yeah. But. I think when they die, they go, ah, or something in Ninja Turtles, and it was kind of the same thing. Yep. So you got you got a few little things going on there. But uh, at first, it was cool, and then very quickly got annoying. Yeah. There's not music that goes constantly. Like, in ice hockey, it's the same song that plays the whole time, but at least you have something. You don't have any of that. There's a little bit of, like, fake organ music that plays between the periods or during stoppages. Mm-hmm. 
but when you're playing it's just like the crowd noises which is mostly like a really bad whistle sound effect of like yeah. somebody whistling and then like a lot of white noise that's supposed to sound like the crowd cheering and then the announcer and it's all it's all pretty bad yeah i think the music that was in this game was pretty good it was, i mean st- I always say this. Konami doesn't put bad music in games. When was there? I don't even remember any of the music. Well, that's just the thing. Is it's like, oh, this is like, this is pretty, pretty good, like Konami music, but it's like short jingles, so you don't really hear a lot of it, and it's not going on during the game. So I think that the the audio, specifically the sound effects, go in the negative column. The music is kind of a moot point because there's not a lot of it. Yeah. The last thing for me that really stands out for what this game does poorly is that there's no um, option menus. You don't have that level of customization that you had in ice hockey. Mm. Um, You don't get to choose how long the periods are. You don't get to choose the game speed. And most importantly, you don't get to choose like your team dynamics. So like how ice hockey had that, you know, fat, skinny, medium guy, and you could build a team that works with your play style. It seemed like I'm sure there might be some differences between the teams, but it seemed like all of these teams were just five clones mm-hmm. and every player was the exact same which you know is a better more balanced game but it takes away that personal aspect of it where you can have a different play style yeah and, and to piggyback on that i don't feel like the game had like a lot of strategy to it like i said it was like get to the blue line and shoot and hope the goalie misses yeah it didn't it felt like in an ice hockey there was a little bit more of like a, a tactical sort of intentionality to your play style whereas this it was like there's no the guys are all the same size so the checking doesn't really make a difference you kind of bounce into each other and hope that your guy wins after like three or four times of bouncing together yeah um it just the last point that i kind of have is it felt like a slog and i think um part of the reason it felt like a slog no options to you know change up the gameplay or make it faster or slower like ice hockey had yep and no real strategy so it's like the games took forever because i'm like oh i scored 20 goals from the blue line and another thing that made it feel like a slog is that when you scored a goal it took forever to get playing again yeah the like the scoreboard would come up and the score would change and it just like it felt like you were just sitting there mashing buttons even though it doesn't do anything Mm -hmm. like man i wish i could just skip start playing again because like when that happens 20 30 times a game yeah it's just like okay uh you know we literally played for more than an hour and only played three games yeah one of the things the notes that i have is it might be better if you only played like one or two games like if you were growing up with this game and you and your brothers played it a lot yeah like it might be cool if like one night you're like you want to play a quick game of blades of steel before we go to bed but i don't know if it was just because we had played ice hockey for three games and then this game for three games but like by the end of I think all the games that we played of Blades of Steel, I was just like ready to be done like 10 minutes before we had finished it. And so it just didn't overall feel like a fun, satisfying hockey game to me. But I wonder if, if we gave it more time, you know, if we had a Blades of Steel night every week or something like that, Uh. (laughs) if it would be more fun, but if, you know, if we've, didn't play it for an hour at a time but more like 15 minutes at a time yeah um but yeah overall my my experience with it today is just like i don't like this game (laughs) you know what i wish that i could like mash these two games up i wish that i could take like the the gameplay and options of ice hockey like the customization aspects of it and then mix it with the graphics 
and the box art and the name <laughs> Blades of Steel. Like that's a sweet name and the five on five aspect. And I wish I could just yeah. take the best parts of both of these games and make one really good hockey game. Um, I think that ice hockey is my more favorite one, but there's just so much about Blades of Steel that makes it just like it's got the cool factor to it. Yeah. Um, I want to look at it, but I don't really want to play it. <laughs> You know, like I, I told you when I got here today, I was like, oh yeah, I put a blades of steel t-shirt on my Christmas list. Like, I'm not going to take that shirt off my Christmas list because I didn't have a fun (laughs) time playing this game because it's a really cool looking shirt. It's the, it's the box art. And so, uh, yeah, like I said, it's a game that I want to look at, but I don't really want to play it. Yeah. So, um, what do you think you would pay for the experience that you had with ice hockey? Um, with ice hockey, um, currently, I'm playing paying zero dollars for that because it's included uh, in the Nintendo Switch Online service, right. which I get for free for a year through yeah. Twitch Prime. But if you had unlimited money, if I had unlimited money, what would I you would pay for probably, the experience you just had? Okay, if I had unlimited money, I would use some of it to buy Amazon Prime and get free Nintendo Switch Online for a year. Okay, that's expiring in a couple weeks. So if you had to collect this Nintendo no, I, cartridge. I I got okay the Nintendo cartridge, <laughs> ice hockey. Okay, I could see Stop myself. Stop trying to cheat the system, Jordan. I'm not. I'm just telling you, man. Um, if I was buying the cartridge and I wanted to have this experience to play it, I could see myself paying like five or six bucks for ice hockey. Wow. Okay. What about Blades of Steel? Okay. Listen, this is gonna sound ridiculous, <laughs> but I'm a big hockey fan. Yes. And I really love the art on Blades of Steel. <laughs> So I would legitimately, if I saw it at like a, at a thrift store um, or whatever, I would pay up to $8 for the, listen, for the cartridge to put in my office to look at it. But I wouldn't play it. Yeah. And so this is like for like the gameplay experience of Blades of Steel, like a dollar. Okay. But it looks so cool. Ice Hockey's cart just doesn't even look cool. That's true. It's very generic. It's like yeah. a hockey player on some ice. Like, I don't care about that. But yeah. the Blades of Steel one is cool. And so, yeah, <laughs> if I'm talking about cards, five to six bucks to play ice hockey, like up to $8 just to own Blades of Steel and to have it on a shelf in my office. Yeah. Um, overall, I think ice hockey is a, is a more fun game. I do wish that we could match these two games up, but yeah. I... I stand by my opinion that ice hockey is is the better game. And you know what? It's probably going to be like if you're a person out there who grew up with either one of these games, whichever one you played more is going to be the one that you like because they have a lot of similarities, but the fact that they just have some differences, the fact that the buttons are reversed and that um, the physics are a little bit different. If like you grew up on one and went over to your friends who had the other one, you're going to be like, this is dumb. I'd rather play Blades of Steel or this is dumb. I'd rather play ice hockey. And but so I would say like play them back to back and like try to see them with like fresh eyes. Yeah. But I feel like as a person who doesn't have like a deep experience with either one of them, I would have to go with ice hockey, even though it looks stupid. Yeah. And I will say, even though I did like ice hockey when I was younger, like I was excited about blades of steel because yeah. I, th- I had higher hopes for it based on the love that people have for it yeah. and i tried to give it an honest shake and i'm not saying that ice hockey's better because that's the one that i grew up with or played more i legitimately think it's more fun yeah i, I would agree with you so and i didn't grow up with ice hockey i grew up yeah. with blades of steel although we didn't play it all that much um for me i think i'm with you on what i would pay for ice hockey i think five or six dollars is is a good range for for a very 
basic experience that would be fun to play again in yeah. the future you know like i could see us hanging out and actually being like you want to play a game of ice hockey yeah sure why not like, or loading up our nintendo switch online and playing a game over the internet what <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh, guys, this is... Um, we don't have to talk about that. I just... Uh, uh, I think no, for, real quick. <laughs> something has hey, changed. Stop something that. Something has changed we don't since have to the talk last about time that we talked. And you know how we've been saying that everybody Jordan, in the whole world has nobody a Switch? Cares. Everybody in the whole nobody world cares. has a Switch. Except for Dan, who now owns a Nintendo Switch. And it's so exciting. And he loves yeah. it. Uh, and it's changed his life. So, Cadence of the... the or Cadence of Hyrule yeah. came out on Switch this summer. Yes. And Crypt of the Necrodancer is one of my favorite games of all time. And I couldn't help myself when the 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 new Switch model came out. You know, you have this yep. upgraded Switch model, and then you have this sort of pseudo-sequel to one of my favorite games of all time. And this other game, Cave Blazers, which is a roguelike that I like. Uh, that was PC only. I was like, you know what, for these two indie games all it took was a 20 dollar indie game to get dan to buy a 300 console that's that's not untrue <laughs> <laughs> it's great but welcome to the family yeah just in time for the super nintendo online too yeah it's funny because all of the reasons i enjoy a switch have pixel art <laughs> yeah that's fine i own more indie pixel art games than i have first party uh, it's just games. funny because people talk about, you know, Breath of the Wild or Super Mario Odyssey or like Smash or Mario Kart or like any of those games. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm just good with like pixel art indie games. I but mean, Breath of the Wild is one of my favorite games of all time, but I mean, you do you. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, sorry. Before I that told was you what Blades of Steel was worth to me. Yeah. <laughs> I think Blades of Steel, yeah, probably two, one or two dollars. I can't believe we're actually agreeing on this. Yeah. Like, that's weird. It but, is weird. But I don't <laughs> that think... That doesn't happen very That often. could be a podcast first that we actually <laughs> saw eye to eye on the value of a game, but... It could be. What do you think that uh, ice hockey is going for on eBay? Oh, I feel like $2. Yeah, well, that one's probably going for about $5. Okay. Five-ish, yeah. What about Blades of Steel? Uh seven dollars yeah it's like five to seven yeah so you got like half of that right that's pretty good for you yeah you're getting better at this game right yeah like that i appreciate that thing is like we started this podcast and i was the chump who didn't know anything about games and unfortunately the more that we do yeah the more that i learn about games so i'm gonna i'm i still feel like a chump so that's okay (laughs) man uh so around five dollars you think ice hockey's worth it or worthless uh, ice hockey's worth it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What if about you like arcade sports games? You like hockey? Yeah, you're gonna get five dollars worth of fun out of ice hockey. Yeah, I definitely say it's a it's a worth it for sure. What about Blades of Steel at five to seven? Uh, strictly for like gameplay purposes, I feel like your five dollars is gonna be better spent somewhere else. Yeah. Um, for Blades of Steel, I just didn't have a whole lot of fun with it. It is iconic. It is. Uh, I mean, as an art piece, people would pay $5 for a piece of plastic with some cool art on it. So um, from that aspect, it could be worth it. But um, I would say as a gameplay, worthless. Uh, I'm actually going to say it's worth it on on Blades of Steel, maybe with the caveat of if you know that you like Blades of Steel. Yeah. So Um, 
if if you grew up with this game, it's not like, oh, it's so much worse than you remember it. It's probably exactly how you remember it. Um, and, you know, there are better arcade hockey games out there. You know, we talk about NHL hits all the time. Oh, like, man, if you want to play hits so much. a good arcade hockey game, play NHL hits. If you want to play the best arcade hockey game of all time, yeah, NHL hits. Like, don't worry about Mutant League hockey or ice hockey or blades of steel or whatever just go pick up nhl hits any version of it because they're all good yeah and you're gonna have a good time and you i don't remember what we <laughs> said it's worth but it's probably under 10 bucks and easily worth time. it yeah easily worth it yeah even if you have to buy the hardware to to buy to play it on <laughs> if you have to buy a ps2 or an xbox or a gamecube maybe not the gamecube because the gamecube version is more expensive of, of hits but if you have to buy a ps2 or an xbox it's still worth it yeah but anyways, I think that, uh, that's going to wrap it up. Do you have anything else, Jordan? I got one more thing. Usually we would share a review here, but since we're covering a sports game, I wanted to point out a pretty funny comment that somebody left on our Instagram page <laughs> a while ago. Uh, we posted this old Nintendo ad an NES ad and it had, um, it was some good valued games like 10 to $20 games for the NES and it was like football, World Cup, NES, Open, Super, Spike, Volleyball, Zelda, Final Fantasy, Star Tropics. It was like a bunch of games like that. And I said, like, if you were trapped on a desert island for the rest of your life and you only choose one of these games to, to bring with you and play, what would you pick? And, uh, you know, most people were just being cool and saying, like, oh, I would take Zelda or Final Fantasy, whatever. Yeah. But <laughs> this one guy, like, there's a, there's a, I don't know if you guys know this, but um, gamers and sports enthusiasts don't always... <laughs> Don't always overlap, and I think we found one of those people who is definitely more into games than they are into to sports. Because uh, Spoon Snails wrote, "I'll take Zelda, and that's it. I ain't no even on an island. I ain't playing no sports games. <laughs> even on an island, Spoon Snails is not playing a sports game, and that just makes me crack up. That yeah. you hate." sports games that much but uh it's so funny yes follow us on instagram and on twitter and uh you can see the stuff we're posting you can send us your own funny comments always you can uh jump on and leave us a review wherever you listen to us it will make us laugh and there's a chance that we might read whatever you send us on the air yeah for sure all right guys i think that that is gonna wrap it up thank you so much for listening all right we'll see you next time all right bye bye if you have any questions or feedback feel free to email us at worth it or worthless podcast at gmail.com. And if you're interested in staying up to date with the show, follow us at W I O W podcast on Twitter and Instagram. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review and subscribe. If you want to hear more, thanks for taking the time to listen to the show. We sincerely appreciate it. Talk to you next time.